0: The voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think this is the exact kind of game that us Royals geeks were dreaming of over that long winter, over that long spring training. This is what we had in mind. Welcome in to Clubhouse Conversation. Dave O's Dish for Game 2 against Cleveland. And yeah, we had this in mind. Our ace on the mound against a division foe. You know, we scored some runs with some power. The bullpen did its job. And the Royals had a comfortable win over the Cleveland Indians 8-2 to in a near-must-win Game 2. Now, obviously, I'm fully aware there's no must-win games in April. Heck, there's not really any in June or July either. But, you know, realistically the Royals for where they want to get this year and knowing that Detroit is likely going to win north of 90 games. This was a game the Royals needed to get. You want to keep pace. You want to keep towards the top of that division. You don't want to lose three games in a row and you really have to split a four game set at Cleveland, a team that you have to be superior with if you're going to get to where you want to get this year. So especially coming off of a loss in game one, you've got your ace on the hill. This is one you had to have and Shields did his job tonight, but for a while, You know, after three innings, after three and two-thirds innings to the Royals offensively, I was getting a little nervous there, you know? Uh, You know, it just seemed like the offense was becoming stagnant again. That final game against Minnesota on Sunday, some balls were hit hard, but not too much offensive stuff was happening. First game in Cleveland, Royals really could not get anything going, extra base hit-wise, and Punch and Judy their way to a few runs, but lost last night. And then tonight, just when it seemed like things might be getting bad... Oh, we all took a sigh of relief thanks to Mike Moustaka. So think back. First couple innings, Royals didn't do too much. Third inning, you get Alcides Escobar leading off with a walk. All right. You've got Dyson coming up. You've got uh, Aoki coming up and Infante. Your action, guys, with the bat, your speed on the base. You've got to assume the Royals are going to move those runners over, whether it be stealing, hit and run. God forbid, thank God, Nevios did not bunt uh, the runner to second. I'm glad for that. But you've got to think that you're going to advance the runner. But, no, Alcides Escobar stood on first base. The next three hitters never left, and the Royals stranded him in the top of the third. Okay, no big deal. We get to the fourth. The Royals are trailing one to nothing, And they had runners at first and second, but nobody out after singles by Eric Hosmer and a fortunate single by Billy Butler that really could have been two with a maybe a, a better third baseman out there. Carlos Santana let the ball get by him, thankfully. That's part of the game. So Butler got on. You've got runners at first and second. Nobody out. You're thinking, okay, we need a big inning right here. We need a big poke, especially after not scoring any runs. You know, this is a game we need to win. Well, Alex Gordon comes up and fouls out. One out. Okay, well, maybe Salvi will break out of his slump, right? Salvi comes up and strikes out. Two out. Runners at first and second. You're thinking, oh, no, here we go again. And you can almost just feel the negativity coming back. I swear... This this is ridiculous to say this, but I swear sometimes that as a fan base and on Twitter and Facebook and the sports talk, you know, Colin shows, the comments on the internet, I just I swear the self-fulfilling prophecy has been going on in this city for years and you just can't get rid of it. We just need somehow to break through. And that's what Mike Moustakis did, because you, you could just feel the negative energy starting to come back. You know, two out runners at first and second, people getting frustrated, you know, obviously nobody more so than the team themselves. And then boom, Mike Mustakis unloads on a hanging split into the right field bleachers, a no-doubt shot well over 400 feet. Got the Royals in head 3-1, and they never looked back. It, it didn't you know seem like from then on, too, that the Royals just were so loose. You could almost see that monkey jump off their backs, literally. Maybe we should say squirrel, since there was a squirrel in the house last night. But uh, the Royals come back in that same inning, get another run, Escobar gets on, Dyson a perfectly placed bunts they go up four to one and the scoring was pretty consistent from there on out every couple innings one in the fifth inning one in the seventh and two in the ninth to make this one comfortable as the Royals go on to win but it's not just Moose either that had the big night of course he had the biggest hit there's no doubt about that tonight but how about Eric Hosmer four hits two doubles love that that one shot was about two feet away from going out to straight center would have been his first home run of the year that's big two doubles from Eric I love that Billy Butler had two hits. One of them, as we mentioned, was questionable, but it was a hit. And the double, his ball after Eric hit a a double, drove in Eric on a double to straightaway center. Off the wall as well, just over the glove of Michael Bourne in center field. That was huge. And how about Alcides Escobar coming through with another two hits? What is going on with him? What did he drink? What water? You know, over the offseason, the spring, what water is he drinking? I mean, he looks defensively, the last, well, the whole season, but the last few games especially, he looks better than I remember him even two, three years ago. And offensively, perhaps the best ever. He's walking now. He's laying off the pitches that he would swing at in the past. He's getting the ball in play. So I don't want to jinx anything. It's a small sample size, but Alcides Escobar playing terrific, which the Royals need. And they needed a big game as well from Big Game James. Like I said, they got that. And the good thing about tonight's game from Shields was, like I mentioned with Jordano Ventura the other day. Now, Ventura obviously got hit harder gave up a lot more runs. But it didn't seem like Shields had his good stuff, just as Jordano did the other day. And I was impressed on Sunday against the Twins how Ventura was able to battle and get through some innings and strike out some guys. And tonight, James Shields did not have his best stuff. But yet, he strikes out nine And this is a good Cleveland lineup, too. Six innings, six hits, one walk, nine Ks, and one earned run. Danny Duffy comes in, does his thing. Two scoreless innings on two hits, a couple Ks, no walks. Beautiful to see. Aaron Crow mops it up with one hit in the ninth inning. And what a nice win for the Royals tonight. Just, you know, you can't get too high or too low, especially in April. But this was a game they had to have, realistically. Let's talk, you know. Royals fan to Royals fan and they got that one tonight the Royals did over Cleveland. Now tomorrow another huge opportunity. My one question over the next couple days is which day will Salvador Perez finally get a day off? You know, he's mired in something like an over 22 slump right now. Um Salvi's been in there every game but one this year starting. You know, you got a day game on on Thursday, so he's getting either tomorrow or Thursday off, especially with the slump. I'm assuming you leave him in there with Vargas tomorrow going against the Cleveland Ace and Justin Masterson. You put your best out there tomorrow. Him and Vargas have been beautiful working together so far this year with Vargas having an ERA south of 1.5. So I expect Sally to be in there tomorrow, but out on Thursday. And tomorrow is another game that's we you know would be huge. Um, don't want to hate on Bruce Chen, but I'm not totally sold on him against this lineup in, in Cleveland's park. Um, so tomorrow would be one you'd love to win. Now Masterson obviously is probably due for a good game. Uh, with an ERA just south of five and on a contract year and, uh, you know, proven success, especially against the Royals. But they also hit him from time to time. So I'd like to see the Royals come out and score some runs and give Vargas some support and see if we can't get this game tomorrow so that then you can go in on Thursday with, with no pressure at all. Bruce on the hill, Salvi most likely on the bench. Uh, perhaps Maxwell gets in that game. Could be some other moves as well for that game, maybe – Infante Fonte gets a day off. You know, you want to limit him to probably 135 to 140 starts with his injury passed. Um, so you'd like to get that one tomorrow. So you kind of have a gravy game going into Thursday, you know, to get the split in this series. So big win for the Royals tonight. Very happy with this one. They're victorious 8-2 over Cleveland. And we will talk to you again tomorrow right here. Dave O's Dish on Clubhouse Conversation. Go Royals!